you find yourself at the start of a new and unknown auditory experience and you wonder what it is exactly that brought you here? Was it the random slight connection you have to the maker of the thing? Possibly through a suggested friend within an online algorithmically driven set of code? Or was it perhaps the fact you might know the maker through the actual real world for better or for worse? Or is it something altogether more strange and random that brought you here to this distinct and unique juncture in time, such as having ignored the suggestion of a family friend who told you to stop doing things like this, and that if the same results continue to upset you, that maybe you should step away from the computer and the algorithms and algorithms and other such mispronunciations that plague your mind and instead should maybe go outside and go for a walk in this real weather and maybe you will have something new to obsess with within your mind. Yes, your mind, that horrible jumble of thoughts and obsessions and strange plaguing gnat-like worries and concerns that beleaguer and belabor you day and night and night and day. And my god, you think, what are we but just these lumps of slowly decaying gray matter contained within a altogether poorly constructed skeletal structure surrounded by just more decaying meat. And you think, sure, this is reality. Sure, I don't know what would be better, but this, this can't be all it is. This can't... What is the sense to this? Why would the veins be so close to the top layer of skin, and why would the skin be so thin and easy to break and altogether almost transparent? And as you listen to the words being said now by this voice of which you might know in real life or might not know at all, you look down to your left hand and you look and you move the skin around and you see the wrinkles that have formed there over for however long you have yet lived and you see the tendons and you see those veins and you think, my God, I should have listened to that possible conceptual archetypal family member or friend who said I should go outside, I should go for a walk in the real life and not continue to just make myself worry by listening to the online voice of someone who algorithmically you probably don't know at all because what have I done but just looped myself back into thinking of these horrible, horrible thoughts of life and death and mortality when I could have been outside. I could have been smelling some flowers or crunching some leaves underfoot. Maybe if I was truly lucky, I might even spot a darting little lizard that would for one brief moment look up at me with its tiny lizard eyes and the connections between my eyes and the lizard's eye would feel deep and strangely articulate, yet words would fail me, and 
the moment would pass, the lizard would dart away, and then I would realize with mounting horror that this moment of time had no meaning other than that which I gave it, and the lizard meant nothing to me and I to it nothing, and then stopped in your tracks as you are conceptually within this hypothetical street scene outside, you realize that nature, in all its grandness, is nothing more but a backdrop for absolutely nothing. And you let that sit in your mind for a little bit, and you think, damn, I really shouldn't have listened to this because I thought it was just going to be a funny little trifle. But instead, I found out that it was just another continuing horror show within this horrific world in which we live. And as you think this more, uh, uh, a new form of short-form story comes to you, and you think, perhaps that is what I will be known for, become legendary for. I will be the world's greatest 21st century short-form horror story writer. And this, my friends, my foes, my family, my in-betweens, the algorithmically generated strangers listening to this who are wondering why they're listening to this, behold and beware, for this is the new short-form horror story that I think sums up everything. Are you ready for it? Here we go. And with a sudden, dawning horror, the person realized that they were nothing more than the product of their times. No more, no less, no nothing. Good night. Ooh, that was pretty depressing now, wasn't it? Well, let's kick it up a notch and end this little audio experiment on a more... Happy, 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 happy notes. So, if you will, prepare your ears and everything within your ears for hearing some of the creator's old comedy musical experiments from over a decade ago. That's right, you're in for a treat, dear listeners, because you're going to hear some music by Charles Albert Piper's old experimental band known as The Utter. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for the show. The show is about to begin any moment now, and will feature the musical talents of, of, of such performers as, as the otter! You prepared? I'm prepared! You ready? I'm ready! Everybody ready? We're all ready! Alright then, let's start the show. Hello, hello, we're the Otter, and hello, hello, whatever venue we're playing in. We are the utter, there is none but and the utter. We are the best, we are better than the rest. We are the utter, we are the utter.
Let's go get some food. Alright, let's go get some food! Well, come on now, there's some fast food around the corner. Come on, come on. I think there's some, uh, some of them hamburgers. Yeah. 